At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, brought to you by BetMGM. Proudly brought to you by BetMGM. We're proud to have them. It's Gil Alexander. Uh, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Uh, we're just talking about this game really briefly off air. The Packers and the Lions last night. Not really a whole bunch to say about it. We talked briefly about it uh, with Drew earlier. But it did it did offer some pretty good in-game situations. Even on primetime action last night, which I do with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin, even while Detroit was up in the first half, I made the comment that it just appears like Detroit is going to have to keep up with the Packers' offense. I made that comment when the Packers were trailing because it, it, at no point could Detroit stop the Packers' running game just could gash them, and then you knew Aaron Rodgers would unleash at some point. But 35-17, you were saying you were in-gaming the Packers minus four at, at a couple occasions? Yeah, they were, they, that yeah. was the halftime line. Yeah. The halftime line was either seven, which was minus four even, or six and a half, which was three and a half minus 120. So I took the even, and didn't matter what number you got. You came home easily. They, and even in the middle of the second half, and this is, again, Check your outs. Uh, check which books. Check every one of the sports book apps you have on your phone, wherever you are. There were multiple ones, and it's very rare it happens out in, out here in Nevada, just because of the age we're in. But one book in particular, in the middle of that drive, the first one of the second half, where Green Bay was at midfield, mm-hmm. it was still minus four plus one hundred five, minus four plus one ten. Like Green Bay is going to score a touchdown in this drive, and it was the same scenario. Jared Goff played. Basically perfect in the first half. Yeah. That was not continuing the whole game. 
Detroit and it did not. Detroit does not appear to be. You know, last year in Survivor, we had two things about Survivor. Last year in Survivor, we had the Jets to pick on on a weekly basis. The Lions don't appear to be that team you want to pick on on a, on a weekly basis. I think now that Terod Taylor is out, the Texans appear to be that team in the short term. Certainly the Jaguars appear to be uh, that team in the short term. Short term. By the way, do you see the Urban Meyer social media post? Like the, we'll get better. Stick with, you know, that kind of thing. Stick with us after two games. Oh, my. It's not the University of Florida anymore. Oh, Lord. That quickly. So, and you also made a comment because there's this, there's this rogue VEASAN survivor pool um, that you guys are playing. I wasn't aware of it. Um, but you were saying, how could people pick Pittsburgh? And I just want to, I want to caution against retroactive comments like that. Because I'd say 2020. Well, yeah, because they didn't know TJ Watt was going to get hurt after the first quarter, right? Like, so there's, there's that. And by the way, the injury report on the Raiders was, was brutal too. So speaking of retroactive, I want to show, this is a, a J&J watering hole on Twitter. Uh, tweeted this to me, and this is an actual Circa Survival, Circa Survivor, pardon me. Uh, a gentleman, I assume, could be, a, could be a woman, but an entrant who had went the maximum six entries in Circa Survivor. Remember, it started with uh, 4,080 entries, total entries. He had six of them. And it goes by Pele, one, two, three, four, five, and six. And before this week, he decided or this person decided to go three Browns and three Texans. Now, this is taking Derek Stevens' double option move to an extreme. Because this isn't a Thanksgiving Day game or a Christmas Day game, obviously. This is a week two game between a team that was a double-digit favorite and the underdog that was a double-digit underdog. And so the question becomes, A, is this insanity? to sacrifice three of your picks or are we killing it retroactively because the Browns ended up winning the game? Because let's keep in mind Terod Taylor looked like he might be able to pull off an upset in this game. The other sort of corollary to this is for those who are like, I cannot believe this dude sacrificed three entries on the Texans. The other thing about this is he could have, if he thought the Browns were ripe for an upset, he could have just sat it out, right? He didn't have to pick the Texans three times. Though, by picking the Texans, he would, I guess, incrementally, if you were power rating entries moving forward, he would probably have an advantage over most, if not all. But we're only talking about two weeks of the season at this point. Pretty, pretty bold maneuver. Bold is being kind, perhaps. Too early to do something. Like I that. think so, too. Too early. Like, if we even got to, like, week nine, maybe, like, somewhere in the middle of the season was when yeah. you start really considering it. Or even, look, I, I don't didn't love the idea for week one, uh, but if you wanted to make sure you had entries making it to week two, yes, I understand it. But on a tw- on, on, on the second biggest line on the board, too, it, it very too early to do something the, like the that. The only possible justification is, Again, the incremental, you know, the incremental lead, if the Texans are actually going to win that game, he would have the Texans already in the hopper used. So it's like this, if you power rated them, an incremental lead for his entries. But the only way this is justified otherwise is if he, if he thought it was going to be a complete week two bloodbath, where not only were the Browns going to go down, but so too were the Bucks and the Packers and whoever else was a big favorite, right? Like, that's the only way. 
Like he's like this this survivor is this year is going to be short and I'm going to take the driver's seat right now. But wow, what a move. But it gets back to my theory also, Jeff though, which is again I want to say this. Yes, you have an advantage the more survivor entries you have. If you have 6 versus 1, yes, you have an advantage. But it is not 6 times the advantage. This is what I keep trying to explain to people. It's just an incremental advantage because you don't play those extra entries the way you would play your final entry. And by definition, and by the way, I'm not saying you sh- that that's wrong, but by definition, only your last entry is the one that you are truly playing optimally. Otherwise, you're just you're playing them in different ways. It's like James Salina said with his uh, Circa Millions entries. He goes, just having more confused me. Well, I think in, in Circa Survivor, maybe not to the same extent, because obviously in Millions, there's five picks per week against the spread. But I, I think there's there's a lot of truth to that, where it's just like, yeah, in the end, uh, having six entries and having five entries and four entries and so forth, it only matters if you get to Thanksgiving with multiple entries. To me, that's the only, that if you, if you end up with Thanksgiving with two or more, then great, you've done well. But before then, I don't really know that you have much of an advantage over anyone else who just has one. I really don't. You do, but not, not exponentially so. Speaking of Survivor this week, then, it gets back to the question of who is the Survivor pick this week? And candidates would include Buffalo, since we talked about them. But Buffalo has a Christmas game, I believe. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving game. So there's that, right? In Circa Millions, you want to keep as many Thanksgiving games as possible. And they play on Thanksgiving the, was it the Saints? They're at New Orleans. They're at New Orleans, yeah. So, but on the road, but at New Orleans. Um, Other possibilities, Arizona on the road against Jacksonville, but I don't know that you want to spoil Arizona this early. Christmas game for Arizona as well. Do they have a Christmas game? They do. Hosting Indianapolis. Really? Yep. Oh, that I missed. So there's that on top of it. Um, and then here's, I mean, and here's, we, it gets back to what we were talking about. You don't want to, so you don't want to spoil, that's right. You don't want to spoil Buffalo or Arizona in that case. But then it gets back to, okay, Carolina on Thursday night at Davis Mills led Houston. You're shaking your head. You don't like that. I, short week. Road, first time on the road. I, I know Houston's bad, but short. You really want to take a short week road team traveling? I'm just giving you. I'm just giving you possibilities. Yeah. I didn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Baltimore's on the road at Detroit. That would scare me. And uh, then there's uh, there's the one I'm saving for last. Denver, biggest favorite on the board at home in the elevation against Zach Wilson and the Jets. One other that I would consider. Oh, what's that? One other I consider would be Cleveland at home against the Bears. Oh yeah, I've missed that. that. I would, Cleveland that at I home against the Bears. Well. But Cleveland also a team that plays a lot of injuries. What's that? A lot of injuries. No, but the they are also a Thanksgiving Christmas thing. Yes. So, again, a team you want to say Green Bay? I had no, I had no problem using them last night, even though they fall fall under the quirks of the Circa Millions Thanksgiving Christmas so, thing. Let me ask you this, because Green Bay was in again the exclusive. Beeson Survivor Pool was was my pick. <laughs> but since you have three games on Christmas yes. or Thanksgiving, yeah. the way I would look at it is if I like if I were to take Cleveland here and leave myself with the four teams remaining in the two other games, 
I don't have a problem with that. So we, Cleveland plays Green Bay. Correct. So you would just throw I would, I that would just game say, out. I, I would, what are the, if those teams are what we think they're going to be, yeah. you're probably not going to want to play that game anyway. Yeah. I, listen, I, I get back to it. Hard this, to get to Christmas. Th- this is all, place. there's hey, listen, there's, there's always luck involved in all of this to some degree. But at least there's some skill in getting to Thanksgiving. But as I said last year, I can get you to Thanksgiving. I might be able to get you after Thanksgiving. But what happens on Thanksgiving? Eh, it's the crapshoot. That's the, that's the, I won't say the problem because we love playing the Circus Survivor, but that's the issue this year is that they added more luck to it by adding the Christmas Day on top of the Thanksgiving Day. So you have two of those days where you're just like, okay, well, I got this far. Let's see what happens. If you're lucky enough to get that far. Um, you know what it is to me? It's a, I haven't decided, but for me, it's Carolina versus Denver. Carolina versus Denver, I think is what it comes down to. And the question becomes... Who do I feel more comfortable with? Who does one feel more comfortable with in that choice? And then looking down the road, there is one opportunity to play, I think, both of them another time, each of them another time. So this is probably like the second to last possible usage of of either of these two teams. So do you want to do the Thursday night short week on the road with Carolina, or do you want to just take Denver in the elevation against Zach Wilson and the Jets? which might be the most popular pick this week. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about our Circa Entry uh, picks. What we're thinking about playing, first look on a Tuesday. I definitely have two. We'll see if I have more. Coming back on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now. At VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander, Jeff Barlay, producer number eight is here. Jeff, could you please share with everybody what you just said to be off air? It's Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. <laughs> and I said, why is it Earth, Wind, and Fire Day? And you said? It's the 21st night of September. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Jeff Parlay quoting lyrics from their smash September back in the late 70s. Well done. 21st night of September. Uh, little fun fact. Would you like a fun fact? Please. Uh, I had a bar mitzvah when I was 13 years of age. That's when a young boy becomes a man, Jeffrey. And you, uh, you sing your Torah portion. And I started my Torah portion on a note. And you know how I knew how, which note to start on? Which actual pitch to start on? Go ahead. The very first note of Earth, Wind, and Fire's Getaway. There we go. There it is. True story. You used to be a great singer back in the day. Ah, uh, before the voice already. Yeah, the voice changed. I, no one told me not to scream at football games at RFK. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should have told me that. Son, you probably should stop screaming your head off. Yeah, but it got me three Super Bowls. Um, okay, so let's go to. Oh, let, let, we read. Uh, let's let's do some tweets. We get tweets at beating the book before we get into our contest entries because I want to uh, want to read some of these. One, uh, this is from J Rod. Agreed, back Juan Soto, he is making a big charge at Harper. Juan Soto, if we're doing this by who is the best player in baseball, Juan Soto is the MVP. And again, Tatis isn't making the playoffs. Harper's not probably not making the playoffs. And Muncie, really, is he the most valuable player? None of those Dodgers are going to win most valuable player. But will they vote for a guy like Juan Soto who's sitting down there in last place? Not his fault. This is for Matt Hedging, uh, Hedging now. Appreciate the comment on after-the-fact criticism of a pick and survivor on a favorite. Now, if you criticize the pick prior to the game, fair, but after the game, flag on the criticism. Totally agree. Totally agree. Easy to say in retrospect. And J&J Wateringhole, who was kind enough to send that thing with Pele's uh, six entries, he writes me and says, just for the record, I did tweet that to you well before the game was played. Still think he was really dumb. Yeah, no, I wasn't implying that that J&J Wateringhole had done that. I was... was I was responding to the people that would criticize those picks after the fact. Not you, sir. I appreciate you sending them to me. Uh, Thomas Ross, he wanted some clarification on Mark Borchard's two picks in baseball. Because we did kind of rush through those. Yeah, I I got you real quick. Uh, He has a first five money line parlay with the Yankees and the Brewers. Pays about plus 107. Plus 107. Mm -hmm. And then he has the Mariners. This is a little bit different, so be careful on what you bet here. This is a Mariners first five team total. Over two and a half runs. First five team total, not full game. That first five team total over two and a half should pay about plus 135. There you go. Thank you for the tweet, uh, Thomas Ross. Because I did gloss through that real quick at the end. Pardon me on that. Uh, Bill Hooker, isn't this the Broncos' first home game with sold-out stadium since pre-COVID? Yes. This game uh, where they host the um, New York Jets. The New York Jetropolitans. Jeff Parlay's childhood team and still his team now that he's still a child uh okay so let's talk about our circa entries jeff we have uh we have stated here in the first couple weeks we didn't like much but if i'm to go on first instinct on guessing lines yesterday 
there are two that I like right off the bat. One of which is, and I'm, I'm still surprised this hasn't moved much. The Arizona Cardinals are only, only seven and a half point favorites on the road at Jacksonville. I guessed ten and a half yesterday. Now, you may think my guess is outrageous, but you get the idea. Seven and a half? Even if we said a ten, I, I don't understand how that's only seven and a half. So the Cardinals at this point, if it's seven and a half, and this is the thing with the contest, right? We don't have the static number yet, and it's not out yet to bet on. But whenever they come out, whether it's a contest that puts out their lines on Wednesday or Thursday, if it's seven and a half at that time, the Cardinals will 100% be one of my five picks, Jeff. My other one, I, I, the Chargers, this line, if anything, is drifting up towards the Chiefs. And when Chrissy told me the Chargers were getting six and a half yesterday, I really like that. Because the Chiefs' defense can't stop anybody. Now, can the Chargers run an offense that keeps the Chiefs off the field? That would be a question. But I'll take the points. So those, those two I love right off the bat. Just to go on the second one. First one, I, I think, I, and I know I'm not the only one guilty of this, I need to get out of the construct that home field advantage means anything anymore. It's, anything. It's, especially in Jacksonville, it's never been anything. It's especially nothing now. Seven and a half does seem light. Uh, again, I, I in when I was trying to go through and figure out what it would open, I thought it was going to be nine with Arizona. And, again, that seems a little bit short with how bad Jacksonville looked. And Look, once Urban Meyer is already pulling out the University of Florida tricks on social media, that's a bad <laughs> sign for things to come there in Jacksonville. Um, on that last point you had there with the Chargers, the Chargers possessed the ball for 70% of the second half against the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really do it with a traditional heavy ball possession type offense. There was a lot of passing thrown in there, and they were still able to possess the ball for almost 70% of that second half against the Cowboys. This feels like, you remember last year when Minnesota played Green Bay and they legitimately both scored on every single possession? This is that type of feel for me, where if you're the Chargers, if you can find a way to get long possessions in this game, you not only have a chance to cover the six and a half, and if it gets to seven, then it's definitely a play on the Chargers for me. You might be able to win this game outright in Kansas City. I saw enough from Herbert, even in defeat, where, look, they got Herbert through a horrible red zone interception. They had multiple touchdowns taken off the board on nonsense penalties. They should have won that game against Dallas. Wouldn't shock me if the Chargers win this game outright against Kansas City. Those, really are, the two, those are the two I love. Arizona and the Chargers. Back, I mean, two early Sunday games. The, the third one that I'm thinking about, and Drew said this earlier too, New England laying three against New Orleans. And it is Belichick versus Peyton. But I just saw too much of Jameis last week doing the old Jameis stuff. Hey, I'm being you know, whirling dervish. I'm being whipped down to the turf. Let me just toss this up in the air. I kind of, I mean... And, and I, I always feel good back in Belichick. So I think that's the third one. The one that I, do, that, the one that I sort of am amazed, because it wasn't just Drew this morning, that, other, that I've heard other people really like, is Green Bay catching more than the three points against San Francisco. I want to stay as far away from that game as possible. Like, I just don't have any feel for that. Like the other side. Do you? If I were to play it, I don't I'd know like that the I, other side. I'm I probably not. I, I like would be shocked side. if it makes it into the contest with the hook on there. But yeah, I mean, Green Bay when San Francisco has had a real team the last three years, 
when they've gone to Santa Clara, they've gotten pummeled every single time. Yeah, I don't know that I like that one. Uh, you know, I was just thinking when I asked him, well, what's the game you want no part of? My instinct is to say Atlanta and the Giants. But if somehow, is, are we seeing a three and a half anywhere on the Giants? Because if that gets the three and a half, <laughs> I might have to play the Falcons. Good Lord. Really want to do that to yourself? I really don't. <laughs> but on principle, don't you have to? Matt Brown said it last night on primetime. He said the Giants shouldn't be three and a half point favorites against anybody. He might be right about that. But then there's the Falcons. Do you really want to do you really want to make that bet? What do you like best, Jeff? So just eyeballing this at first. I again it's not playable right now because we don't know the status of Derek Carr or Tua Tungavailoa for that game. Mm-hmm. I understand there will be people that say it's a buy low time on Miami coming off of that performance. But the two data points we have this year so far, Gil, Vegas is much better than Miami is. And, again, Carr, if Carr is able to play, this is the whole thing. If, if it's Peterman, forget it. You can't bet it. But if Carr is able to go and that thing sticks at four, that might be a look at the Raiders for me. They're just much better than Miami has been through two weeks. Now, could Miami turn Carr over three times and yeah. do a smoke and mirror performance? Of course they could. I mean, if if – if the Ravens don't have Villanueva as a sieve in that primetime game, and if T.J. Watt doesn't get hurt, I get it, they're ifs, right? But they happened. I don't know. Are the Raiders still 2-0? and Probably 1-1. Are one. they 0-2? I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I, I don't know either. But, you know, so much of this, like Minnesota. Minnesota's two plays away from being 2-0, and and yet they're 0-2. So you can't, like, you really just have to fight the instinct of letting the results influence your thinking. We're all guilty of it. I'm not saying so, so one other question for yeah. you, and and I would imagine this would probably be a stay off for you because you're a sane person unlike me, Gil. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Monday night game? Because Philadelphia still feels overvalued to me, getting four based off of one result against a horrible team week one. Mm-hmm. They they got in the red zone a few times in that first half. Couldn't cut, punch it in against San Francisco, but they couldn't move the ball in the second half against the Niners. I know the Cowboys' defense is horrible, but... I'll give you my answer because we only have yeah. 20 seconds. Go ahead. I think Dallas will be the team every week that my, my knee-jerk response will be, that offense can keep up with anybody, and so I'm staying away. Like, Dallas might be the toughest team in any game to bet on or against all year. Really believe that. Just because that offense could be that good. We'll come back. Pete Futak, college football, and Paul Spore on baseball. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over, under, and against the spread bets, betting splits, Yet another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Tom from Pittsburgh. Are you still confident that Otani wins AL MVP? I took your advice back in March and have a 25-1 to AL MVP ticket on him. Tom, nice job, and yes, I am 100% confident. Forrest Lehman, Gil, your guess is outrageous. I assume, I assume he's talking about my Arizona guess at 10 and a half. I have no idea what he's talking about. I think that's what he's talking about. I don't think it's outrageous. 
I think that, let's put it this way. I think that number at seven and a half is way too low. Josh at the real Josh 05. Why wouldn't the person just bet the Texans money line instead of wasting three survivor entries? Well, I brought that up. I was like, you could have just sat the game out in survivor, right? And watched everybody go down in flames with the Browns. if That's what he felt. But he wanted to get aggressive, I guess. Sean Higgs, huh? Gil bringing out the whirling dervish. The tribe is smiling. My wife Esther loves that one. Right up there with Michigas. Uh, let's see. J. Rod, 80, 80 underscore J. Rod. I would back Green Bay with the hook. San Francisco has had weird letdowns at home after extended road trips last few years. Lost to Atlanta in 19 in similar spots. Something going on there. Inferior Bowl. Any chance you're buying high on New England and vice versa on... I'm not even sure what he wrote here. Might be a typo. Are you reading? Are you seeing that? <laughs> I have no idea what he wrote there. Uh, am I buying high on New England? I don't think I'm buying high on them. I don't really think they're winning a Super Bowl. I, I don't, I don't yeah. know. I, but yeah. th- this line this week is exactly where it should be. Uh, I know. It's exactly what I what I guessed too on it. Uh, always appreciate the feedback, whether you think I'm being outrageous or not. I mean, good, bad, and different. We like funny. Do we have Peter Futak, ladies and gentlemen? We do, from College Football News. He is the the emperor, the creator of collegefootballnews.com. You can find him on Twitter at Pete Futak, F-I-U-T-A-K. Coincidentally, it's Pete Futak. How you doing, Pete? I'm doing just fine. I apologize for being on phone and not seeing my lovely face on video today, but I'm doing all right other than that. That's all right. We're just going to throw up a Ray Romano face because so many people say that, that you remind them of him. How often do you get that? I've never gotten it actually. Really? But, okay. We have He's we've had it. man. I guess I'll take that. We've had at least fifty over the years. I'm not exaggerating. Fifty different people say he he sounds and looks like Ray Romano. You've said you've never. Actually, gotten you know it. what's funny? I I don't know about that, but I I actually did figure out my exact voice twin, and I don't look like him. Uh, but I was listening to College Game Day a couple weeks ago. Ashton Kutcher talked exactly like I do. And I, I didn't know who it was who was on there. I'm like, gosh, this dude sounds exactly like me. He says stuff like I do. And I was like, I certainly don't look like him. Uh, but uh, he, is my, he is my voice twin, I figured out. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll do a little voice-by-voice comparison. Uh, I was going to start with Alabama. Let's start at the bottom of college football, UConn. Uh, in some weird way, are they the most must-watch TV in all of college football just because of the sheer ineptitude? They're not good. It's not a good college football team. And, you know, look, it's, there are a couple teams out there where every week, you know, here's your biggest difference between uh, NFL and college betting. NFL, you always know that if you're getting 10-plus or more, you're probably not crazy to go with the, the underdog there just because it's the NFL and you never know, you know, teams cover, you know, lose by seven or whatever. You always, it always happens. The problem with college is UConn, UMass, Akron, New Mexico State, they are so bad, you've got to kind of assume that, okay, they're going to get blown out. Now you just got to figure out how much the other team's going to weigh on you. And I have friends who I've, I've told over the last few weeks, you've got to dive in on, you know, UConn or UMass or this. And, for example, last week, uh, I think it was UMass covered. Somebody got, got backdoored in on Army, I want to say. And, like, it's just it's so hard to figure these teams out. But you have to start from the fact that they're bad and then just go from there. UConn is a 29-and-a-half point home dog against Wyoming this week. 
they play at Clemson later this year. What is that number really? going to be? Well, as you know how I go with this, and if you're ever going to walk into a stadium and say, I am up 52 nothing," I will <laughs> take right. that deal. And look, it works. You know, Alabama Mercer, you know, they were 54. Mercer came into the stadium down 54 and a half to nothing, and they walked out a winner. So, like, it, that's just – there's so many things that have to go wrong or right to hit a number of, like, 48 or more. Like, the other team has to, like, stop. They have to quit. Or a, a random, you know, third team, you know, special teams touchdown. Something weird has to happen. It's really hard to get that number. All right. I think we have you back. Peter, are you there? We were breaking up there a second. Uh, UConn, by the way, plays UMass in a few weeks as well. Let me ask you about some games this week through the lens of what we have seen. Wisconsin, a five-and-a-half-point favorite against the Fighting Irish uh, at the neutral site of Soldier Field in Chicago. And I was saying earlier, Notre Dame obviously sort of fighting for their lives seemingly on a weekly basis. And Wisconsin, having lost to Penn State earlier, that loss looks a little better now, though, doesn't it? What, what do you make of this game? Yeah. How would you bet this? Defense. All, Wisconsin's defense is the truth. And lost a little bit in that Penn State game was that the defense was dominant. Penn State was able to hit two downfield throws, and that was about it. They, they pretty much – Wisconsin's an easy team to figure out. They are always going to have the ball for 40 minutes. It's just a question of whether or not they screw up. That is one program that cannot overcome turnovers ever. But if they've got their – if they, everything else sort of clicks and they don't turn the ball over, they win. And I like them in this. If you can assume that they're not going to screw up and turn it over two times, which the problem is – Notre Dame, for all its faults, does have a pass rush. And Graham Mertz is having a problem reading anything right now over the first two weeks. And they take the ball away. So that's the problem. Notre Dame is not going to run against this Wisconsin defense at all. Jack Cohn, can he beat his former team and get a few big plays down the field? Maybe. But I think this Wisconsin D is really just that strong. And I think the running game with two weeks off to rest up is going to be fantastic. I will take the Badgers in the fight, give away the five and a half. Last week, I had the audacity to ask you prior to the Alabama-Florida game. I said, let's forget about Florida covering. What about Florida winning this outright? And uh, you, I tell you? you understandably shied away a little bit. Yeah, did you? I, I, as I recall. Uh, am I correct? Uh, I, said, it, I said it was the exact same call as Oregon-Ohio State. Oh, okay. Where I, wasn't man enough, I, I said it, yeah. I wasn't man enough to make the call right. of outright win. <laughs> However, yeah. I said definitely covering, but they have the guys that could possibly do it. They had that there's like there's few teams in college football that can run with Ohio State and Oregon was one of those teams. There are a few teams that have the athletes that Alabama has and that's Florida. And I again was not man enough to cover, but I have a friend who uh, does money line parlays and he's like, "Oh, this one's the easy one." I'm like, "Don't be so sure. Don't don't go all in on assuming that Alabama wins this one. So here, and sure enough, they just got pushed. Yeah. So here's where I was going with that. You 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 saying you weren't man enough. Uh, the worst two point conversion attempt ever uh, was the difference ultimately in the end between <laughs> Alabama and Florida. Alabama winning at 31 to 29. But you know that same question I'm going to apply right now to Clemson at NC State. NC State double digit home dogs. Forget the spread. Oof. Can they win this outright? 
I've I've made a lot of people money on the DDHD over the years. I yeah, they can only the problem. The scary part is at some point Clemson's going to show up. Uh, they're banged up on defense a little bit already, but that defense has still been great. Kind of like Wisconsin, the offense has been erratic, but the D is getting it done. Uh, NC State a little bit scary after a loss to Mississippi State a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, I I almost say kind of the same thing. I like the cover, and they are just good enough to win that thing outright. But you're asking for an anomaly here. You're asking for, you know, Clemson to actually lose uh, a regular season game. But, yeah, I'll I'll go with – give me NC State in the points early on. Starting to think Dabo might not be the coach we thought he was. I'm just going to point that out. Well, it's it's funny how when you don't have the, uh, you know, the, the talent that you've become accustomed to, how you uh, you end up being more ordinary than others might have thought about They've you. They've got the talent. Yeah. Uli Younger Willey would be a New York Jet right now if he was able to go to the NFL early. I mean, he's got guys. It just it's it's. Takes a little while, and again, yeah, I'm just saying we, we see the offense, the defense is really good. I'm just saying I come from the Joe Gibbs. I won three Super Bowls with three non-Hall of Fame quarterbacks. School of coaching, where I'm just like, it, it's funny. Yeah, Belichick had Brady, and Dabo has all these five stars. You know, it's like uh, let's let's ease up on this sometimes. What's your favorite? We got it. We have 30 seconds. What's your favorite single bet of the week as we go out here? Kentucky. Uh, I five against South Carolina. I am South Carolina that good. I, for some reason, they've been sort of overvalued week after week so far, uh, and they keep not coming through. Uh, except against East Carolina, where I like them to win that one outright, and they did. Uh, I think that five is not a lot. Kentucky's a lot better than we think it okay. is. I think they cover the five without a problem. Kentucky is the answer. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. Later, Gil. We'll come back. Baseball with Paul Spore, a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo play step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family 
cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time for football, and all the action you need is at BetMGM. Sign up now using bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk free up to $1,000. Place your bets on all the pro and college games you can handle, along with your favorite sports throughout the year. And when you register with BetMGM, you'll also get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. From first possession touchdowns to last second field goals, the king of sports books takes every play to a new level of excitement. Simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VEASAN1000 to get back up to $1,000 on your very first wager. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Jeff uh, Davis Mills officially the starter Thursday night. No surprise there. And you said you had some NBA news. Yes, uh, just coming down from, uh, from Woj. ESPN sources say Philadelphia 76ers Ben Simmons will not report for the opening of training camp next week, and this is the bigger portion of this, and intends to never play another game for the franchise. Simmons hasn't spoken to the team since a meeting in late August when he communicated this message to Sixers officials. Oh, God. Ben, you're not Deshaun Watson in the football sense. has there ever been a, a player who has chronically overrated himself more than Ben Simmons? It just it just seems too much to me. So angry, so aggrieved. I'll never play for this franchise again. All right, good for you, Ben. Warriors, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where a guy like that would end up, ultimately. But it looks like it might not be with the Sixers. That's for sure. We'll see how the Sixers handle that. Uh, one more tweet here. This is from Lauren Sanderson Peck. I have a 31 ticket and a little more at 18 to one on Shohei for MVP. Uh, MVP still haven't hedged on Vlad. Should I? Nope. Don't. That would be my opinion. Uh, Michael Van Velen. Your ability to fit Joe Gibbs' name into a random conversation is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we went from talking Clemson, North Carolina State to talking about Gibbs, and I'm not sure how we got there. I'll tell you how we got there. He's the greatest coach of all time. Uh, okay, we also get texts. This is from, uh, we get DMs and texts. Uh, Brandon Owens, I was sitting in the end zone, 14 rows up at the Auburn-Penn State game. I was closer to catching that Bo Nicks pass than any receiver. Oh, well, as we say at Auburn, War Eagle anyway. Uh, and this is from... This is from, this is a, oh, wow, this stat. Okay, this is a stat. I want to give credit here. This is from Sam Monson on Twitter. Trevor Lawrence leads the NFL. You ready for this? With a 36% uncatchable pass rate through week two. So 36% of balls that have have forward passes from Trevor Lawrence have been uncatchable. So I guess the question becomes, that I would like to ask after that is, because we always like to say bad situation. That sounds like a little more than bad situation, doesn't it? I Because I said it all offseason. I go, isn't it fair to ask the question, are we sure Trevor Lawrence is that generational? It's only two games. I don't want to kill the kid. 
so far, not so good. Yes, pretty sir. bad for the rookie quarterbacks across the board so far. Where Mac Jones has been the yeah. best, and he's been pretty pedestrian so far. Will Mac Jones make everybody look stupid 10 years from now for picking four quarterbacks in front of him? No. No? No, okay. because I'm not sure any of these guys are going to really be that good 10 years from hmm. now. All right, let's talk some baseball. Let's bring him in from Fangraphs, also the Sleeper in the Bus podcast, and, of course, twitch.tv slash Sporer, where he spends most of his time, and yet his girlfriend tolerates it. It's Paul Sporer, everybody. How you doing, Paulie? I'm doing well, Gil. How are you? I'm doing well. What a what a wonderful woman she is, huh? Absolutely. She's a gamer herself, so she understands. <laughs> there you go. That's a, meant to be, man. Meant to be. How great is baseball right now? This is the thing. You know, I say, we, we okay, so I'm betting tennis and we're, we're making money tennis. The baseball pennant races are going on. It's really the wild card races. There's really only one or two True. division races. But it's so good right now, and yet it's football. No one cares about anything else but football. But baseball right now, this final two-week stretch is going to be awesome. Um, what is the most – is it San Francisco and the Dodgers in the West? Is it the Braves and the Phillies in the East? Is it the NL wild card, which is really kind of done now, actually? Cardinals might be coasting. And how about the AL wild card? We haven't talked about that. The scrum between the Red Sox, the Jays, the Yankees, and even the A's with apologies to the Mariners. What are you, what are you most interested in? Yeah, I think it's that last one that's really started to draw my interest with the AL uh, wild card and how up in the air it is. You know, I made the call. I, I said Boston wouldn't make the playoffs. Looking like they're going to buck that. They're on a five-game winning streak. I really, I just didn't like what they did uh, or didn't do at the trade deadline. They did nothing. They were kind of banking on sale. Who's been good? Uh, looks like they are going to hold. Um, obviously they have not sealed it, but it, you know, they, they're, they're in a good position right now. The Jays, I hope are the one that makes it. That's the team that I think we deserve to see in October. I think they're the clear best team of that group. It's unfortunate that they are so precarious right now, uh, with the Yankees A's and, and even the Mariners, they're only a further one game back behind the A's there too. So they can still make it. I think that's kind of the best one that I'm geared up for right now. The Cardinals, Cardinals, devil magic never fails. We should have known when they traded for John Lester and Jay Happ that that was going to be what spurred them, I guess. They're insane, but uh, they're playing really, really, really well right now. Nine nine straight games for them, nine straight wins, I should say. So, yeah, I think the AL wild card is the thing that's got me the most intrigued as far as races go right now. Yeah, devil magic card. Imagine if the Cardinals play the Giants in the uh, wild card game. Devil magic Gosh. against magic. We well, you know, if, if we get a series uh, with those two uh, that we've had them before and it yeah. is the devil magic, but, you know, they, they both have their own essence of magic where they're like better than they should be. Um, usually because neither of those teams necessarily have like superstar caliber players. I mean, they've got a guy here and there, but it's never usually like the, the power built teams like the Dodgers. And yet the success that those two clubs have had uh, has been incredible. All right, about those yes-nos for the AL wildcard team. So Boston right now in the number one wildcard position. They have a two-game lead over the first team out, which would be the Yankees. So Boston finds itself uh, yes minus 650, the no plus 475 to make the playoffs. The Yankees, who are that first team on the outside looking in a half game behind the Blue Jays for the number two wildcard position, they're still, uh, the no is minus 135, the yes is plus 110. Hmm. The, the Jays, you said? No, that's the Yankees. The no minus oh, okay. 135, the yes is plus 110. About the Jays, who are, again, a half game above the Yankees for that number two position, the yes is minus 170, the no is plus 140. 
Interesting. People have the market has turned against the Yankees, uh, and then Oakland, which is eighty two sixty eight. There are two games behind the Jays for that final position. Their no is minus fourteen hundred. They're plus eight fifty to get to the postseason. Remember, two weeks ago the Cardinals, Paul, were twelve to one to make the postseason. Twelve to one, and they have just soared into that it position. Can, it can turn on a dime. I mean. The A's aren't playing very well. Obviously, I can't make a case that that that's why you would want to get on them. I still like the talent on that club, though. That's a it's a pretty sizable number, I think, for two games back. I think that's probably the most intriguing of those uh, of those numbers that you named there. Have you done any DFS today? Um, I haven't really. I got I got a few things that we could kind of go over if that's what you want to do no, with I'd, regards to. I'd, okay, I'd, I'd rather talk awards to be honest with you because yeah, I th- let's yeah, do that because I don't know how many people are playing DFS this late into the season. But but the awards here, uh, Scherzer is going to be the NL Cy Young. You think? I don't think it's locked, but I think he took a big step the other day with the way he's pitching, um, and then you know Burns has been good, but not. Not untouchable. You still got Wheeler there. I don't think it's settled, but I would go Scherzer, and I hope people got in when you and I were talking about yep. Scherzer when he wasn't the favorite. Because is he is he the standalone? Is he the uh, odds-on favorite now? Minus two ten, Burns plus two hundred, Bueller plus six fifty. There you go. Um, you know that it wasn't easy, right? And one of the, the the only thing is is that I usually just don't go for the favorite. So now I would veer from Scherzer if I didn't get in on him already. Just because these markets move so quickly and nothing settled, I do like him as the favorite right now, but now Burns at plus money is a little bit intriguing at least. Yeah. Um the the ones that I'm quoting are up to date here, Jeff. The uh talking about now 36 and 2 thirds consecutive Scoreless innings, talking about earned runs for Max Scherzer, 36 and two-thirds. MVP in the National League, because this is the one that fascinates me the most, because one of us here might have a big ticket on Juan Soto. But Bryce Harper's minus 125, Tatis now plus 105. Thank you so much for the market to finally adjust that. Muncie's 20 to 1, and Soto's 30 to 1. Freeman's 35 to 1. Who would you bet on right now? And I don't think this market reflects how people are going to vote at all. I really don't. Yeah, that, that, that's interesting. I think Tatis at plus money is now interesting uh, because it's it's gone all the way over there. Oh, man, what what did you say? Uh, did you say Turner's numbers? What's Trey, Trey Turner, Turner is forty to one. We got twenty seconds here. Boy, I'd I'd still look at Trey Turner. I would. I like the Soto call that that you've been on, but Tatis and Turner are probably where I'd put some money on right now. It's fascinating. What a, what a market that doesn't reflect reality. Crawford a hundred to one. It's Crazy. been fascinating. Uh, Paul, appreciate it as always. Thanks for the time. Sorry it was so short, my friend. No problem, Gil. Talk to you in the future. Paul Sporer, everybody, right here on a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting what uh the Sports Betting Network. Lombardi line next with Michael Lombardi and Joy from Visa. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.